This is season seven of Sessions, an impossible comeback story. This podcast is brought to you by Hustler Casino and PokerAds.us. This year, we play the game smarter, with more patience, and we keep a close eye on those who have stood in our way, those who have infringed upon our journey. Doesn't matter how long it takes, we're going to make it across that chessboard. And when we do, we're coming for you, Nits. Every last one of you. Real-time update. It is 1.34 p.m. on February 8th, 2024. That is Kobe Day, I just realized. Um, I need to be on stage in less than two hours for Thirsty Thursday on Hustler Casino Live. And I'm going to review Max Payne Monday, which was, you know, three days ago. And the Patrons are going to hear what's gone on since then. It's been a wild ride. My life is a wild ride, but this week has been especially wild, discombobulating, frustrating, had a fucking awful session Tuesday night. Um, I also played after stream Monday night, and the Patrons are going to hear about that. Uh, And then I played last night, too. Been playing a lot of poker. It's almost like I'm a poker pro again. This is what I did back in the day. I would live my life and then play poker and usually get stuck when it's full ring and then usually get unstuck super late at night when it was shorthanded, if not heads up. Why am I recording with with such short time? Um, Instead of relaxing and getting ready to play on Thirsty Thursday, it's because I need to run through some hands. I need to be honest with myself about how I played on Monday. Um, Adjustments I need to make. The Thursday game and the Monday game are pretty much the same. Well, they're exactly the same. With, with regard to structure, the players are a little bit different, but I'm, I, I think it's important to record this this brutal session on Monday um, to review it and record it, not, not only so, you know, I get more content out, but so I go in today, hopefully ready to play better. That's the truth. Week four of 50 disgruntled the session. Everyone who is signed up for $4.22 a month or more at patreon.com slash DGA of Poker Player got a couple private drops of sessions earlier this week. One Monday and one early Tuesday. Those drops automatically showed up in their favorite podcast players due to some pretty badass technology called RSS feed. Basically, once you sign up on Patreon, you click a few buttons and voila, you get all my content well over a thousand hours in total at this point, delivered right to your favorite podcast player. And each private drop, one per week at least, automatically gets delivered there as well. You also get membership to Patron Discord, a place that enables everyone who signs up to interact, play poker, bet sports, buy pieces of me when I play on stream, and more. Okay, let's check out the lineup for Max Payne Monday, February 5th, 2024. In the one seat is Lulu. The one seat was supposed to be Crazy Drew. He got 
sick. I think he got crabs. Not sure what his ailment was, but he called out that morning. So I, you know, have to add a player and I need to, uh, I had a dentist, but um, yeah, so Lulu's going to be in the one. Uh, Raver brought Lulu on and the first time she played, she just kind of sniped and didn't talk. And I said, and she, she was scheduled to play twice. And I said, dude, you better coach her up before she plays again or that'll be it. And he did. And, and he said, sit her, sit her next to you. Um, you know, get her to drink, get her, get her to have fun because he's played poker with her when she does that. And he thinks she could be a star on this show. And, and we are very much missing Sia the Bot. The first female star was uh, Sashimi. And then she made way for Sia the Bot and... I miss her personally, but the show misses her, and um, we we need someone else to, to fill that role of like a uh, female reg that that the the chat pros love. So that's Lulu in the one. I'm in the two. I don't need to introduce myself. Um, I don't think. Just uh, I've talked about myself more than any human on the planet, and not because I'm a narcissist, but rather because. Uh, I have a lot of fucking issues, and the only way to work through them is to talk about them. And the Patrons know all about that. C3 is Nate Hill. This guy's fucking great, man. This guy, I've met a lot of creators, young people that stream or whatever, but Nate, Nate's the one that, that, that I've bonded with the most by far. Um, he's probably my toughest opponent in this lineup. Looking at it, he's definitely my toughest opponent in this lineup. And I have him on my direct left. I uh, I do the seeding. I don't do it just... Um, I don't do it for my benefit as a poker player. I would not put Nate on my direct left. I do it for the show. I like talking with Nate. It's fun. Um, I, I know the dynamic of me, him, and Nikos is pretty decent. I want to get Lulu involved. That's how I think. And... I don't know if that's if I'm putting the show before for my own interest is you know what I should be doing, but it's what I'm doing. Um, and Nate's great. You can hear more about him. C four is Nikos, an out of towner. He comes from Utah once a month and, and stays here for a week, and he hangs out with us, uh, goes to dinner with us. He plays Monday and Thursday. He also plays my show Tuesday nights. Uh, DGAF's live poker show. He, you know, that starts when Hustle Casino Live ends, 10 o'clock. And he brings out his beautiful girlfriend, Malia. They're both very supportive. And Nikos is hilarious. C5 is DK, the goat. Um, the action guy. He he plays slowly sometimes, but, but he's the action guy and the chat loves him. C6 is shrimp. They're starting to love shrimp too. Shrimp has played it pretty smart getting on the show. He goes all in dark his first hand. That's something that people will remember. That's action. And he does giveaways with the chat. And he says a lot of funny stuff. And and, and that's smart. And he doesn't snipe. He doesn't grind. Um, so that's Shrimp in the six. He loves the six seat. Seven seat is Dennis. That's a late fill-in. Um, when I found out Crazy Drew had crabs, I hit up Brian. I said, unless unless you have someone, uh, I'm going to have to fill this with maybe like a, a, 
a bench player. And, and that's not an insult if you're not a starter on a stream. Stream players are not grinders. No, no grinders are allowed because you start not only a stream, but any good game with action players, DK, Shrimp, um, Nikos. So you start with that, and then you can't just put fucking snipers in there with them. That's not fair to them, and it, and it kills the vibe. And, and then you have to play super action, and, and I do. I play 60% of hands, lifetime on the show. That's, that's conceding EV. Um, but yeah, you can't, you know, but I'm thinking, well, fuck, crazy dude got, got a severe case of crabs and I'm going to have to put someone else in. And, uh, he said, oh, I got Dennis who just asked me. So I said, yeah, let's put Dennis in. I know Dennis had played on live at the bike. Um, I know he can be very funny and, and usually doesn't take it too serious. He's in the seven seat. Eight is Nick Fertucci, co-owner of the show. And seat nine is Morris. Morris was referred to me by Ryan Feldman. He was also referred to Ryan by someone as this action player. Um, it's funny. So what will happen is Ryan will text me and Morris, and then I'll say, hey, man, give me your email address. You'll get an email a couple days before the show with all the details. And Morris had a million questions in the two weeks leading up to his um appearance and they were he was driving me insane i'm a very very busy man but uh i i kind of knew that i would love him like he's driving me insane over text but i knew i would love him in person and he is fucking great uh so let me take a sip of this coffee and let, let's get the cards in the air so this is a very aggressive game preflop and i call 450 cold I call a 3-bet cold with king-9 suited. I cannot 4-bet without committing my stack. And I can't fold because we're on stream. It's that simple. If I'm folding king-9 suited to a 3-bet, yeah, in a normal game, I'm doing this. Because even though people 3-bet light these days, you're just in no man's land with your stack. But on stream, you're going to call. And I was actually the equity favorite heading to the flop, but I whiffed and I folded. Uh, I'm not deep enough. If you're deep, you can call 3-bet cold with king-9 suited, no problem. And you could 4-bet. But we're just not deep enough. The people open huge, and they 3-bet huge, and that's the sign of a good game, but it, it's it's one that makes it a variance festival. Uh, you can still be a favorite, but you you can lose for a long time in games like this. And honestly, that's good. That's good. You don't want anyone just crushing every time. If you see anyone crushing every time, they're running hotter than shit. Um, okay, so lose, lose, you know, I bought in for, I think, 4K. Yeah, 4K, and lose 500 there, and then I get pocket queens, and there's a bunch of limpers, and we start the game out at 10, 20, 20. That means $10 small blind, $20 big blind, $20 big blind, ante. After one orbit, we put the 40 on, and... The 40's not on yet. So I look down at Queens and there's a bunch of limpers and I look around. It's a bunch of fucking degenerates. What's the right sizing here? Well, you know, you're th there's different thoughts. Like, I have the third best starting hand in poker. It's clear everyone's weak. I definitely want to um, build a pot. I would like to thin the field if possible. How about 10x? Okay, 10x ain't enough. 
with this group. I make it 200. Everyone and their mother calls. So now we got a huge bloater. I got pocket queens. It's going to be real hard. There's some flops that are fantastic, but there's so many flops that are going to be confusing. I did not get a confusing one. I got a terrible one. I got ace, king, nine. Great. You know, I'm up against five sticky opponents. I just check and fold. And Danny DK, who ran super hot on this night, had ace, deuce. Someone else flopped a flush draw, and the ace, deuce held. Okay. So, great start. Well, I get Jack-8 suited. I call Morris's raise, and a bunch of people do, and it comes Jack-8-7 with two clubs. Uh, I have, you know, Jack-8 of diamonds or hearts. I don't remember which one. And he continuation bets, and this is a pretty easy all-in for me. This is a very balanced all-in for me. Jack-8-7, two clubs. I am doing this with tons of draws, uh, and I'm doing this with everything I'm continuing with, I think. Um, pretty much. So I jam, and I just, you know, you think, okay, well, he's going to call with an overpair, and that's a good situation. But no one had anything. They all folded. You don't know that in the moment. You're like, wait, did I just, like, are these people reading me well? No one had one thing. You know, there, there's maybe a gut shot or two out there, but that's it. And so I take it down. And this really is crazy poker. This is bingo, and, and that's it's good for the show, and, and it's it's good. You don't You don't want it to be... A game where where you can uh, totally dominate. You can when the stacks get deep, but if if you don't win any pots, the, your stack ain't never getting deep. Especially if you're a poor boy like me who's staked and has a certain amount he takes on stage every week. And if he goes through that amount, he's gone. And that's twenty k on Mondays, and twenty k goes fast because it is ten twenty forty with a twenty dollar big blind ante after one orbit, and it plays it plays bigger than than. 100, 200 games I've been in in Vegas. It just plays huge. Or at least bigger than 50, 100 games I've played in. And probably 100, 200 games too. So I raised ace five suited. It's a good hand. It, you're always you're always wondering every time you look down at a hand, should I raise or limp fucking re-raise? And limp re-raise makes a lot of sense in early position. But I don't know. I decided to raise and I got re-raised and then re-raised again. I folded. I was up against kings and aces. Okay. So just kind of running into aggressive players and, and and just a, you know, a spazzy start to the session. And then it's time for a double board PLO bomb pot. This is how we pay collection. These used to be after 40 minutes. Now they're like after 10 minutes. So they're, they're ratcheting up the, the the drop on us a little bit. You know, like a business will. And I have the nut flush draw on both boards. And it's a pretty standard um, having to stack off situation. Lulu made a, a weird bet. I called and then Nate jammed. Someone else called and she folded and I had to call. And I braked on both and it hurt. Why does losing 2K hurt? Because I'm on a downswing. I'm on about a 100K downswing. And... Man, I've been on the comeback trail in life for seven years. I work every single day. That's that's not an exaggeration. Every single day I'm doing something. I have so many different grinds. I have this podcast. I have a startup called Poker Rags, which you know does the, the merch for Hustler 16 Alive and Hustler. Um, I am a commentator. I've started this new project, DGAV's Live Poker Show. Um, 
and I do a lot of hosting and game running and and yeah, so it hurts. Like the automatic fuck. I wanted to start off this session well. It's a sense of entitlement, of course, but I don't think I have it when I've been when things were going okay or good. But I definitely have it when I'm on a big downswing and I got other things below the surface that, that are wearing on me. Um, yeah, that's that's just the truth. Anyone else loses 2K, they don't blink. And uh, it, it hurts a little bit. I need another sip of coffee. Another thing that happens to me when I'm on a downswing as I become obsessed with variants. I see variants like that kid in the sixth sense sees dead people. And I don't think others do the way I do, and I don't think it's healthy. It's come from playing poker for way too long and depending on it for way too long. I now have all these other grinds that you just heard about, but for a long time it was only poker. And I became obsessed with variants, and uh, it comes back. It's not healthy, so I try. I try to not be, but it comes back and a downswing. And I'm thinking, well, I've, what happened was I folded ten nine to Vertucci's raise. Yeah, he had me dominated, king ten, and then it came. Um, I would have had a straight on the turn and then lost to both players, and that's that doesn't mean anything, but it's still something my brain is focusing on involuntarily. So, and you can hear me tell Nate about it, and we bemoan our bad luck to each other. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, trying to get through, just trying to get through life. And it's downswing shit for sure. And then I squeeze with Ace King and Dennis calls out of position. And we have about pot behind a little more than pot behind. This is the story of this game is it's incredibly shallow. It's until you can run up a stack. Yeah. You, you 4k is a hundred big blinds, but when people open to like eight big blinds, it's, it's not the same. Anyways, he checks dark. I decide to go all in dark. It's kind of a fun thing. Ace King is going to be fine against, you know, on most flops. It's We already put enough in pre that I don't think I'm folding Ace King on any flop. It's fine. Well, I go all in dark and it comes Ace, Ace, Nine. And he had Eight, Six and he folds. And, uh, yeah, I think Eight, Six was the... Might have been the bounty hand. No, Seven Deuce was. But uh, he was giving action. And when you're when you're on a downswing, when you're running bad, but you are making some hands, no one ever has anything when you when you make your hand. Like he didn't have a nine there, you know. But you can't complain about flopping three aces. Um, so now I flop open ended. And it seems like it's just another it's just another spot where I have to jam. Like it's a multi-way bloater. And I get called in two spots. Okay, so now I need to bink. Nico's called with top pair and someone else called with like a flush draw. And you know, you don't want to see a flush draw when you have a straight draw, but so many times you just get this through, and sometimes you're up against top pair and you have plenty of equity. Um, I had decent equity, and there was 8K in the middle. So if I bink my straight, um, I'm going to be up 4K, and if I whiff, I'm going to be down. And the result was I was down 4K, and I was getting up 
and walking over to Rebuy Corner to grab another 4K. And I'm aware that I got plumber's crack sometimes when I do that, and I don't care. Good for you. You're, I don't care. You can see my ass. It doesn't bother me. kind of like it. Okay, so I reach into my, 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 my little man purse, which is in my Callaway bag, which is fucking ridiculous, and I come back with four more thousand. And I'm tilted. And then there's a situation where Nico's like announced that he announces that he has a flush in a double board PLO bomb pot after Dennis bets the river and then and he folds a flush on the on both boards because it's six high. And then Danny calls with like a straight and whatever. And um Dennis gets stacked. His bluff gets called. And he's upset and saying, Don't do that. Tanika, you can't do that, man. He's doing the most common thing in poker, forgetting where you are. This ain't a tournament. This ain't the World Series of Poker. You're right. It's the World Series of Poker. He's call over the floor. That's that's a that's a one round penalty. If it's a normal game on the casino floor, yeah, dude, don't do that. You, you might fuck up my action. When you're playing on the stage in the best game you'll ever sit in, you just and it's Nikos who's pounding Red Bull and vodka. You let it slide. And that was tilting me. And I understand it, but it was you gotta remember where you are. And and I looked when I was reviewing the session, the, the chat agreed with me. You don't Nikos never gets a lecture, never gets a scolding, ever. You just you just let him be. And I I flop another open ender and I whiff again and I was feeling sorry for myself. Uh, I'm buried in makeup. I am staked. I'm buried in makeup. And when you're hitting the draws, poker is fucking easy. As the lag who gambles, the the way I play is that if my money's going in, you're you're, you're likely about flipping or really fucked, and, and that's just a strategy I kind of developed. How many years ago? Two thousand eight. Holy shit, that was a long time ago. <laughs> is that really sixteen years ago? It is. Um, but, you know, whatever. I whiffed again, and I was happy that Nate won. I wasn't all in here. I just folded at some point, and um, then, I, then I flopped huge. Queen, seven of diamonds, just call the raise, stream play, multi-way. Jack, 10, nine, two diamonds. When you're on a heater, you're like, okay, th there's no way I'm not winning this one. It's jack, 10, nine, two diamonds. I'm open at it with a flush draw and an overcard. And it checks around. So when you are on a heater, one of the 94 people behind you bets it and you get to jam in your stack. When you're on a downswing, they all check. And the turn's a fucking innocuous, is that the right word? I think so. Offsuit five. And now Lulu bets. And I don't want to just call here. I have such a monster draw. I jam. She doesn't have to have a hand she can stack off with. And, and remember, everyone was super weak on the flop. And that innocuous little five peeled off. Well, Dennis turned a set of fives. And he called and she called and I bricked out. And I'm down 8,000 and I'm out of sorts in all ways. And it's back to rebuy corner. I go and another shot of my ass crack. You're welcome. And okay, so I get three more thousand because I had to loan 
that twenty thousand. I had to loan a lot of it to start off the show to one of the players, and that's that. That goes with being the host. And so I have three more thousand. I'm gonna need to borrow nine thousand from Nate if I lose this three thousand. And Lauren is probably up two thousand as the dealer at this point already. And I need to, I need to not tilt on how much money they make and how bad of cards they deal me. Good for them. They have the best jobs in the world. And I, I respect it, I guess. But it's still tilting. It's just, you know, shit's tilting. I got 3000 She says 4000 I said 3000 Okay. And then I make a bad play. A, a, a fucking play I don't make. When, when things are going well or even okay. And here it is. Lulu opens. I three bet small. I like three betting small because we are not deep. Three betting big sucks. Uh, it just really sucks. You're committing your stack with ace queen and that's a great hand. And anyway, she calls. Nick folded pocket deuces. I saw later. And it came queen five deuce. So... Lauren was trying to kill me. She was trying to give Nick a set against my top top. And there's a flusher out there, of course. So she's trying to kill me, but Nick folded. Sorry, Lauren. You didn't get to kill me here. I have top top. Lulu checks. I bet small. She calls. I know. I don't. When I say I know, that just means within a rounding error, I know. I don't know 100%, but I know she has nothing. Okay. And it was queen, five, deuce. The turn is a nine. I know to check back here. I, I know that Lulu, if you give her rope, will hang herself. And hopefully not literally. We would hate for that. But I mean, if I three bet and then small bet the queen, five, deuce and check back to nine, I think she's going to jam a ton of hands on the river. But... Since I've been running bad, I reinvent the wheel. What if she has King Jack? What if she has 10-9 that she was floating with? What if she has a hand that has equity and that would call a jam, but if I check back, she's going to bink, and I'm going to be mad at myself, and I'm going to be borrowing from Nate. So I go all in, and she's not full. She had ace-10. It's just... Being spooked, and, and and that's why I'm recording this one right now on Thursday before I go in to play Thursday. Thursday, I don't want to be spooked. I just want to play poker tonight. So uh, I'm trying to gather myself. But I want a pot, and I avoided death because Nick folded the, the deuces, pre-flop, and then I raised with Jack Nine suited. People call. Nick squeezes. I call with Jack Nine suited. I get another call. It comes nine, Nico's calls. It comes nine, nine, four with two hearts. Nick checks. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I could bet here small. Maybe that's best. But I check. I th Nico's, if he has like a pocket pair here, I think we'll bet. And, and then if I jam, he'll, he'll call. It's tough. I don't know. I decide to check and Nico checks. And now the turns are three of hearts. Nick Checks again. It's weird that he didn't continuation bet this flop, to be honest. He had ace-king, no heart. Nico said king-queen. And um, I bet small, and they both fold. So it's just, it's it's weird. It's It makes you self-conscious. 
every time I have a hand, like people are just burying their cards in the muck. Well, they didn't have anything, but it's weird that Nick didn't continuation bet there. And, you know, if it turns an ace or a king, that, that's that's good. Um, but it wasn't. It was a three of hearts. And still can't complain about flopping trips, can you? And I steal a pot. That feels good always. You know, you know, you know, manufactured uh, some chips. And then at 150, an interesting hand, blind versus blind. So Lulu really opened up her game the second time she played on stream. This is the third time. It's blind versus blind. She raises, and I just call with ace nine. It comes queen five five. She bets quickly. I call. The turns an X. She bets quickly. I call. Why? I think most players will pause to think, does this motherfucker have a five? Um, and if she has a five, she's going to think, well, I don't want to blow him off the hand. She never paused, and she just kept, you know, she just bet, and I called, and then she went all in on a brick river, and I called her with ace high. The dynamic of blind versus blind, she had queen jack. It felt kind of gross. It just, it's one of those things where, like, I think she has bluffs there, but she just had the top pair, and she had top pair, I don't care. She never even thought once she just kept firing and it worked out great for her because that's not normal that's not what people normally do with top pair there they bet and then they, they think before the turn and, and often they check top pair on the turn um because hard to get you know value from from much worse she's lucky she's up against me who who's happy to call down with ace high if it doesn't make sense and that sucked and then i cooled her aces against jacks um, and, you know, now I'm down 4,000. It feels weird. I've made all these big hands. I flopped three aces. I flopped three nines. I got no action on both of those. I flopped top two. I got no action on that. So, it, and that's confusing. Isn't it when you're like, I have all these big, I got aces against jacks, and I'm still down 4K. Am I just like the worst player on the planet? Uh, no, but it feels like it currently. And then a, a really weird play where I squeeze with king three and it comes king xx and I bet small and Danny raises on like a very dry flop which you just don't see very often with with any value hands and I call and then the turn is a deuce it's like king eight deuce deuce and he bets and then the river's another deuce so I have deuces full of kings and he checks and I bet and he goes all in and I call and he had he had a king with a better kick he had a king ten so he's trying to get every last chip of mine, even though he's up a bunch and I'm losing. And that's fine. That That is actually fine. I've talked a bunch in this podcast how if, if someone's having a bad night and I'm having a good night, I don't, I don't go for the kill all the time. I don't want every last chip. I don't, I don't go for the check raise all in there. Um, it's okay for him too. That, that's, I'm, not, I'm being 100% sincere. It is okay for him to try and get every last chip from me. Um, and and on this night, you know, he's going for it. He stacked me three times the, the stream before. All cooler situations. Um, one, I had an overcard and um, open-ender and a backdoor flush draw in a good spot, and he, and he just had slow played an overpair, and he held. The other one, I had ace-queen, and shrimp had opened huge, and people called, and I squeezed, and he had ace-king, and I had to get the rest of my stack in. And then... The last one, I straddled the $500, and I got kings, and he had aces for 10 k He's up a bunch on me. It's fine. And he's going for the fucking kill every hand. It's fine. It's good. I maybe don't need to cut him 
as much slack the next time I'm running good and he's running bad. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. But it's just something to to talk about. This is this is live poker where the rules are not the same for everyone. Obviously, people used to complain, how do beautiful women get to play and I don't get to play? How does that beautiful woman with this huge social media get to play and I don't get to play? I don't know, man. It's just, it's just the way the world works. It's just how it is. DK gets to go for every last chip, and I don't. It's also how it works. It's fine. Sip a coffee. Keep going. Pocket fours. Five-way bloater. Whiff. And then I flop top pair, and I bet. And then I check back a brick turn. It was queen, six, five, two clubs. And I know when you bet, I was a pre-flop raiser, and you bet the flop and then check back turn, it's going to induce a lot of bluffs on the river um, up against Morris. But the river's the nine of clubs. Seven, eight got there. Clubs got there. He bets. I fold. Turns out he had three, four offsuit. So he bluffed me. And it's just, I chose to not protect my equity. I chose to, to, to play more like Mariano would, pot control, induce a bluff. And I just ran into the one hand that, that couldn't beat me. And I'm out of sorts, man. I'm not. Um, it's the opposite of being in a flow state the way I've been on stream lately. But that could change at any moment. And I'm hoping, you know, this is like practice for tonight. I'm hoping getting this shit out, getting my mindset right um, will help me get in that flow state this evening. Uh, at 2.11.15... You can hear Vertucci finishing his smoothie. It's pretty funny. And then what happens after that is not so funny. I, I raise with king, queen of clubs. Great hand. People call. Morris squeezes. I'm calling. I, I know Morris ha has some game. He's not a nit. Danny calls. Okay. There is 2,600 in there. It comes king, four, three with two spades. Morris bets 900. This is pretty standard. A third of the pot. I don't know how standard it is in a multi-way pot, but it's pretty standard. Um, I call and Danny calls King four, three, two spades. So Danny's range should be worse Kings and flush draws and gutter balls and, um, you know, that's about it. I think cause he overcalls the 900. We have 5,300 in the middle turn is a total brick, a red eight. It's King four, three, two spades, a red eight. And Morris checks. Okay, I have about 6,000 and there's 5,300 in there. I think the only thing to do here is jam. Just deny equity against the flush draw. Maybe DK picked up a pair with his flush draw. Um, just get called by a worse king. Anything. So I jam and Danny calls. Morris folds and Danny had pocket eights. He turned a fucking set. And won an 18K pot. This guy is running so hot against me. It's fucking insane. And now I'm down 11,000. And I need to borrow four from Nate. And then I'll have 5K more to play with. And you can see I'm looking around. I want to get out of there. I'm looking around for someone to take my spot. That's real. It's It might sound pathetic. Yeah, I mean, it does. It even sounds pathetic to me when I say it. But... Man, I, I just been through the ringer for so long that like sometimes I get weak. Like I want to get the fuck out of here. Like 
this guy just turns off like that's a brick that is a fucking safe card to jam on but no he turned the two outer and just dennis before turned the two outer and it's like nothing makes sense in poker hands right now and that's a terrible feeling um yeah and, and there's some sniping going on too it's you can hear people just having conversations waiting for waiting for great hands and the, and the rest of us are mixing it up and you know that happens in a game and you just do what you can do about it and you live with what you can't do about it so i uh i have a you know i jam ace queen suited against a, a squeeze and shrimp folded queen jack offsuit and then i turn trips in a multi-way um bloater no no multi-way just like limper actually I think it was like a seven six. I had seven foreigner, and we all checked. And it turns a seven, and I decided to check and um, probably check raise if someone bets using my tilted image. And and Nate bet. I, I'd prefer it was someone else. Nate's Nate Nate probably will pay me off. I don't, it, it might sound like wrong or whatever, but I don't really want to win his money as much as I want to win other people's money. And I don't. I mean, you, you just got to play who you play against, but. There's different philosophies, and and what happened was <clears throat> Nate Nate call or Nate bet, and someone called, and now it looks too strong. If I check raise, I was thinking one on one with my crazy image, it doesn't look that too strong, but with two players, it does. And then the river is an action killer. It brings in the flush, and we all check. And Nate had eight, ace x, and I think Dennis had ace x as well. So just really the opposite of the flow state. The shit state is what I'm in at the poker table. And I've been there on stream <clears throat> a couple sessions in a row. And, yeah, you know, like I said, hopefully tonight will be different. Uh, I chop a bomb pot. And then I have 10-4, top pair. I bet Nikos calls, turns a four. I bet again he calls. The river's a 10. I check, which is the right play. If he has a 10, he's going to bet, and he's going to call my check raise all in. Um, and if he has a misdraw... Most people are going to bet there too, thinking that like I'm scared of the 10, but he just checked back his misdraw. Really weird session. Um, and then I flop top pair, and he has top pair better kicker, and he wins way more in that hand than I won with my boat. So I've made some really big hands on this night. I haven't got paid. I've won the minimum. Also, I've been up against, you know, bad hands and people not willing to bluff and getting, getting action killers it's 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 weird it's confusing it's discombobulating and um then uh i open ace king suited it's a pretty good hand nate jams i think 1800 and dennis jams 5000 okay call and dennis has queen jack of clubs nate has pocket tens and i have ace king of spades there is eleven thousand five hundred in the middle. Nate Nate had a nubber stack and in the and we're in for five k each. Um, and and I, I never make anything here. I'm drawing dead on the turn. Uh, Dennis flops top pair and a flush draw and turns a flush. I'm drawing dead. Nate turned to set. He's not drawing dead, but Dennis held and won the big pot. And now I'm down fourteen thousand dollars, and that sucks. And I apologize for my voice. I'm gonna have. Some water and a sip of coffee and try and get it right for the rest of this review.
<clears throat> All right, now the coffee. Mm -hmm. All right, so I like to report the story of the session, and I also like to include my best play and worst play. My worst play, I mean, I made several questionable plays. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm not sitting there grinding. I'm just playing off of instinct because um, I'm being social and, like, playing fast, and, and that's how you do it. And and when I'm on, when I'm in that flow state, it's it's kind of beautiful sometimes. And when I'm off, it's a mess, and that's and that's what it's been, and that's what it was when I had ace-queen, and I three-bet Lulu, and luckily Vertucci folded the deuces, and it came queen-five-deuce, two hearts, and I small-bet, and she called, she check-called, and I knew she was weak, and the term was a nine, and I really like a check back there, and I would do it, and then hopefully she jams a river, and I snap-call. Well, here's my best play, and it's not even that great. At 303-10. So we're halfway through the show, and I'm down 14K. Holy shit. And I three-bet king-queen to 600, and it's four-way action. Of course it is. Comes queen-8-6 with two hearts. Okay, this is a good flop for my hand. I bet... 1700 I bet a hefty bet here. And Nico's snap raises to 4000 And it folds back to me. This is decision time. Lose the rest of your stack, your 6K, if he flopped a set or as ace-queen. And he called the 600. He could easily have ace-queen. He's not the kind of person to four-bet uh, ace-queen. So I just... He, he did it so fast, and I just... I just decide like no, he he could he could easily be doing this with Queen Jack or or even more likely King Queen when, or, and we're chopping, and so I had to get it in and we chopped. But that was important. It's everything's blowing up in your face. You're you hate this spot. It's annoying. You made it six hundred of four way action Queen eight six seventeen hundred and Nico's raises to four thousand before your seventeen hundred has even settled on the felt in front of you. But I just kind of read through like, no, this is not a set. He would have, he would have thought maybe for a second with a set, um, and ace queen like, you know, it just he can have it, but he can have other queens. And if they can't have other queens there, and most players can't have other queens if they're raising the guy who's who three bet pre flop on queen eight six, but Nikos can. I figured it out, and he did, and we chopped, but. If I had lost that, it just would have been too defeating, and I would have, you know, nub stack left. So I have my 6K, and um, Dennis opens, and someone calls, and obviously I have the worst image. Um, tilted, you know, running bad in the big spots. I three-bet because we're playing the seven-deuce game, and Dennis has aces and jams. So, and, and I talk about the flow state and not being in it. When Dennis open and he's playing tight, he's winning. He's he's he's, he's protecting a win. He, he's he's just talking with Vertucci down at the other end of the table and waiting for good hands. When he opened, I knew he was strong and flatting was better than than uh, than three betting. But I decided to three bet and hopefully, you know, win on the flop. I decided to not three bet too big. I just went to like four x um, after someone called. Because I wanted to make it look strong. Well, he had aces and jammed, and 
fuck, man. I think if I'm like playing decent, I just call there and and maybe can bluff him and maybe decide you just don't get to win this one with eight with seven deuce. Um, raise with ace queen. Morris calls with four deuce and flops two pair. And Nate had ace jack and he punted off a little bit, which I had to call on the flop and fold the turn. And maybe you could say this is actually my best play. I three bet with ace queen of clubs. And it's three ways and it comes queen 10 9 with a club. Top pair, top kicker. This is this is a good flop to just bet, bet, bet. Um, you know, you're gonna get called by anything with a jack. And um I bet and Nico's calls. 1,000, and, and Morris check raises to 3,000. And I just decide, this is a fucking straight. And, I've, you know, you three-bet with ace-queen, and you flop top pair, and you're just dead. And um, there's a club out there. I folded. Nico's got it all in with him with king-queen, and, and Morris had jack-eight. So he flopped a straight. Um, and someone in the chat said that I need sage. I've actually had someone light sage and, and go around me when I was running like this a few years ago. Um, I don't recall if it changed anything, but I, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm calling it right now. If you listen to this before I go play, I'm going to dig deep. I'm going to find the, the flow state. I don't need the sage. I'm, I'm going to make, it starts with making one really good play, whether that's a sick fucking bluff, a sick fold or a sick call. And then you get momentum. That That's better than winning a big pot for me. And I'm going to dig deep tonight and do it. And I'm going to try and keep my mental game up. You know, it's been atrocious. I'm going to try and have it just be like, you know, not atrocious tonight. I raise a 10-9. Comes jack 10-8. You know, middle pair open ender. Just check call and turns a king and check fold and Nate had king jack. And then at 408.40, I three bet Vertucci with kings. Comes king 6-5, rainbow. I bet tiny. It would just be too ridiculous if I checked back. And uh, he called. I think he's going to call with all the back doors. And uh, he did. The turn was a seven. He picked up a gutter and a flush draw. And I just jammed. And he called. And I turned my hand over and said, you win. And he said, you said you win? That's weird. And I was like, man, it's not a slow roll. My hand's right there. I'm just saying I expect to lose. I didn't lose. I had 6,700 in front of me, but I'm down, you know, over 13K. And the chat said D, DGAF looks defeated. And I don't know if they, they, they caught this or not with the mics, but me and Nate were talking about jumping off the Mariano billboard across the street from the Hustler. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we're, we both were defeated. And we're talking about, yeah, we'll stream it on your Twitch. And that's dark and stupid, but also was funny in the moment. And yeah, defeated. And then I got lucky in a double board PLO bomb pot against Shrimp, who is not an expert at those things. And then I had Jack Nine of Hearts. And just weird shit's happening. It comes 10, deuce, three with two, two clubs and a heart. And I bet, and Nico's calls. And Lulu check raises top pair no kicker. Only in this game are people check raising fucking top pair no kicker. And so you have to fold. And I would have made, I would have turned to flush draw and river to jack, but I had to fold. And it's just not, you know, if she doesn't check raise, I win a big pot there. And uh, yeah, I don't know. 
And then I, ra- I bet a river in a multi-way bloater where no one had showed any strength, and DK raised. And I thought he might be, you know, bluffing, and I three-bet. He had the nuts, of course. He's just slow playing flush draw. And, oh, God. And, and then I flopped a flush, and no one had one thing. I was up against, you know, the stickiest players on the planet, I bet, and they they chucked their cards at Lauren. They're, Get these away from us. And it, it can be... It can be confusing when you you are making big hands, but no one has anything when you do, and you're like, yeah, it's just it's just a weird fucking session, and it's been like that, and it can go like that. It's part of poker, and tonight, no matter what happens, I'm going to try and do a better job of not wanting to go across the street and jump off the Mariano billboard. Nah. Mm-mm. But it was a fun chat. We're talking about seeing him smile as we're going down and, you know, his disappointment in us. I don't know. Uh, Queen Jack, get in there, nothing. Uh, Gamble with Shrimp pre-flop. He, he just had like sixteen or 1,700. I king three suited. I know he's super wide. He had a six off suit. You know, it's kind of, a, you know, close to a flip, close enough. He wins. I played 57% of hands. I think I probably played more of the hands where I was at the table, but I took some breaks. I've been taking breaks. That's something I got to do. If if I'm on rage tilt, I got to go take a break, go have a beer somewhere and do some breathing. Uh, you know, I was the most aggressive, highest VPIP. I did all the heavy lifting as usual, which I should. I'm the host. I used to be a poker pro. When I'm on, I'm fucking really on. I should do the heavy lifting, but, you know, when you're running bad, it's... It's tilting, like what? I'm playing all the hands, raising all the shit, and, and losing all the money. And some people are just, you know, profiting from that. And, and you know, some are running hot and winning all the money. And I have a $2,600 stack. And it's the watch party, the monthly watch party. It's a Max Payne Monday meetup game and watch party upstairs. It starts at 3 o'clock. I know it's still going to be going strong. People get raffle tickets and... Um, we give away 1% of people, or sorry, 2% of everyone who, who won were given away to, to people who got raffle tickets. That's cool. It's, it was like $1,400 and or something like that. And But everyone's going to go play, and I got a $2,600 nub stack. So I'm down $17,400. But you never know, like just a change of scenery off the stage, um, different cards, smaller cards, just you've... Honestly, when you had a rough session and they change out the cards from the RFID to the small ones, if there's something relaxing about that. Um, and I don't mean that in any sort of conspiracy sort of way. It's just, it's just a night. Any change is good. It's like people see change when they're running bad. Well, we're going to go upstairs and um, we'll see what happens. And, and I'll just say that a lot of people that said they were going upstairs to play didn't. And, you know, a couple had said they were leaving, and that's fine, but others said they were playing, and not only is it a cool thing to do for the watch party, but, you know, if, if you want to play every single time, but you win a bunch and you don't, you know, that's kind of it's kind of weak. But, uh, you know, we'll get some... What's going to happen is me and Nikos are going to just try and fire it up. He's a team player. We're going to fire up 10-20 up there. And uh, and then Morris is going to join, and that's going to be it. Everyone else is going to take their wins and go to the bank and go home and 
and you know watch back the show and and smile. So my 2024 goals are three numbers: 60, 120, 240. I want to win 60% of my sessions on stream. As mentioned, I'm staked, and and that's a level of of uh, membership on Patreon is you get to buy pieces of me with no markup, and, and I'm a favorite, and I'm winning a lot overall. And uh, but I got to focus on winning on stream, um, and so I want to win sixty percent of my sessions, and then one twenty is. I want to get down to 120k debt by the end of the year. I got it down below that right before Jack Four, and it's just my life's been a shit show since then. I'm not, I'm not trying to dwell. I'm just looking at the the graph of my life, you know, in my mind, and it's back up to, you know, it's it's high. I need to get down to 120, and I need to get down to 240 pounds. So, checking on the numbers, um, I was four of seven in sessions on stream prior to this one. So so that makes it four of eight, right? I lost 17,400. But um, actually, it's five of eight. I was able to turn that $2,600 into what? About $25,000. I, I was able to 10x that stack in that three-handed and, and mostly... Heads up battle against Morris late night. Um, so, and, and I do count that as my result because the people that have a piece of me have a piece of me until the session ends. So I was able to book a win. And it's kind of the story of my poker career is give too much action when it's nine-handed. It's just tough. And then heads up has always been my best because my biggest weakness of, of no patience um, becomes a strength. And I know how to play every shitty hand. I know how to navigate with, you know, bottom pair, good kicker. And, and you know, sometimes I get I get locked in shorthanded. And I, and I kind of did get in that flow state. And so I actually booked a win. I think I won 4,600, something like that. And um, so five of eight. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're there. Uh, my debt went down $1,000. Okay. So it's at 191275 and I actually lost a tenth of a pound. I was at 257.2. I weighed myself um, when I was doing these notes, 257.1. Fuck it. It's progress. I'll take it. And last reminder before I, you know, produce this and then shower and race over to Hustler for Thursday Thursday is that for less than five bucks, you get a lot of content. You get my whole life story pretty much. Um, and you'll hear why this week has been especially rough but maybe that changes now um anyways it's patreon.com slash dgaf poker player it's super easy and it's super cheap and let's fucking get them tonight